thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The Healthy Shift Worker with your host, Audra Starkey. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. My name is Audra Starkey and I'm here to help you to manage some of the toughest challenges we face whilst working 24-7. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how better sleep leads to weight loss. And I wanted to bring up this topic of discussion because, well, number one, I think as shift workers, we can appreciate that our sleep can be very much uh, disrupted uh, and we can be prone to, you know, things like, you know, gaining weight and, and weight fluctuations and so forth. But I think when it comes to weight loss, we almost become uh dare I say, a little obsessed around things like nutrition and exercise as if they are the holy grail to weight loss. Now, I'm by no stretch of the imagination discounting the importance of nutrition and exercise. That is for sure. As a clinical, clinically trained nutritionist, I certainly understand how important it is on our health and well-being and, and, and certainly from our weight loss perspective as well. Um, But nutrition and exercise is by no means, like they are by no means the only uh, role, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, being able to, you know, find ways to, uh, you know, maintain our weight and, and have a regular healthy weight, which is really important for overall health and well-being. And that's where, you know, sleep comes into play. And it's why I really wanted to um, dedicate a podcast episode to this to help to uh, assist in your understanding of the correlation between sleep or better sleep um, and weight loss. So first and foremost, I'm going to be running through three things uh, to share with you to sort of explain how when we don't get enough sleep that it that it can actually lead to weight gain and, and disruption to our weight and then give you um, some little strategies and things to think about at the end. So number one, when we don't get enough sleep, what it does is it actually messes with our hormones, in particular our appetite-regulating hormones, leptin and ghrelin. Now, anything that's going to mess with our appetite is certainly over time going to cause havoc on our waistline. Now, leptin is a hormone that is produced by um, within our fat cells. And what it does is it sends a message to our brain when we're feeling full. And ghrelin is a hormone that is produced in our stomach that also sends a message to our brain, but this time it tells us when we're feeling hungry. I kind of refer to this hormone uh, when I'm doing talks as that kind of tummy growl hormone. So it, it you know really tells us when we're feeling hungry. Now here's the trap though for anyone working 24-7 because when we're sleep deprived, our body actually increases production of this tummy growl hormone, so ghrelin, while at the same time reducing leptin. So leptin was that uh, hormone that uh, you know, tells us when we're feeling full. In other words, when we're tired, we are going to experience higher rates of appetite and hunger than if we had had plenty of 
sleep. And I want to say that again to kind of help you to understand it. So when we're sleep deprived, our body increases production of the tummy growl hormone hormone ghrelin. So it's going to make us feel hungrier while at the same time reducing uh, leptin. So that, that signal that tells us when we're feeling full. So over time, that's going to lead to that kind of higher rates of appetite and hunger than if we'd had plenty of sleep. And of course, this makes us prone to overeating as the leptin um, and the I'm feeling, you know, that I'm feeling full hormone kind of becomes suppressed when we haven't had that, um, you know, amount of sleep that we need. So we kind of get, we're not hearing that signal that we're feeling full. So that can lead to us overeating. And this was actually uh, illustrated in a study where people who slept only four hours for two nights in a row experienced an 18% reduction in leptin and a 28% increase in ghrelin. And it's why um, the only diet that I will ever advocate for shift workers, uh, because to be perfectly honest, I really, really dislike the word diet um, for so many different reasons. Um, But if I was to approve of any particular diet, I suppose, uh, which again, I'm not a fan of the word, but it would be the sleep more diet because when we sleep more when we're getting that better quality sleep it's going to help to regulate these appetite regulating hormones so we're less likely to be overeating in the first place so that's number one secondly uh what happens when we haven't you know had enough sleep and how it can lead to weight gain is that our bodies instinctively crave sugar as a source of energy because the brain knows that sugar or carbohydrates as opposed to fats and protein are going to give you the energy that it needs fast. It's like saying, well, if you're not going to let me sleep, then give me sugar and lots of it because the the brain, you know, needs something to kind of function on and it, it can actually kind of get that energy hit or that fix from those, uh, you know, from that kind of refined uh, carbohydrates or sugar. The problem here, however, is that sugar doesn't, uh, or even carbohydrates kind of on their own, they don't keep us feeling full. So we're usually hungry about an hour later if we were to just, you know, sit down and eat something that was laden in sugar or just made from uh, carbohydrates. So you can see how kind of this vicious circle or cycle can actually occur. You know, we're tired, so we go for the sugar, but then we're hungry an hour later, so we go for more. So it really can, uh, you know, if you're not feeding your body with the right foods, then uh, weight gain is definitely uh, inevitable if you're kind of going to be just drawn to that sugar all the time. Um, you know, if we if we just keep eating it, and it, you know, and of course, uh, especially when it's in the in the form of processed and refined carbohydrates, weight gain is going to be inevitable. Not to mention, you're going to raise your risks quite substantially for developing things like pre-diabetes, type two diabetes, cardiovascular disease, etc. Now, I wanted to share um, a excerpt from a article um, called a journal article called "The Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences Journal." I'll just share something that that um, 
was actually stated in that uh, article to help explain what I've just shared with you is that increased food intake during sleep loss appears to be a physiological adaptation to provide the body with the energy needed to sustain extended wakefulness. However, when exposed to the modern obesogenic environment of readily accessible food, like what we are at the moment, weight gain occurs because we because food intake is more than necessary to offset the energy cost of sleep loss. In other words, we overeat. And also, of course, when we're or uh, work 24-7, we tend to eat 24-7. Uh, and then when you are that feeling that tired, you will tend to eat more than what you're really, your body is really needing because, you, again, it comes back to those disruption of the hormones as well. They also go on to say, and I particularly like this part of the article, is that they say mounting evidence, including findings from the current study, suggests that public health interventions should include sleep education programs as part of strategies to prevent weight gain. And I agree 1000% on this because like I said at the beginning of the podcast is that we are, you know, as a health and wellness sector, we are placing a huge amount of new on nutrition and exercise. And again, please, I'm not saying that they're not important. They are but something is going very wrong because we're just getting bigger as a population and we're getting sicker as a population as well. So things, uh, whatever we're doing now, is clearly not working. And there are definitely many facets to it, and I will share those in upcoming episodes of the the Health Issue Worker podcast. This particular episode is, is really kind of focused on sleep because I think in society today we don't value it like we should. It really is as important as the air that we breathe and the water that we drink when it comes to so many things, Um, you know, even our uh, survival from an immune system perspective. But when it comes to, you know, weight loss or weight management, it plays a huge, huge role. So, That is number two. Now, thirdly, and this really is the big one when it comes to this correlation of uh, the sleep or sleep disruption with with weight gain, is that we need to appreciate that sleep deprivation is a form of stress which causes havoc on our stress-regulating adrenal glands, which can have a flow-on effect to our thyroid and ultimately our metabolism. In other words, adrenal or thyroid dysfunction or a combination of the two can lead to a sluggish metabolism and an ongoing struggle to lose weight. So quite simply, I think we all need to appreciate that sleep deprivation is a form of stress on the body. It's why I've often referred to that shift workers really are biologically stressed on a cellular level. Um, So the more or the less sleep that we're getting, it is just adding that extra stress to our body. And whenever the body is feeling stressed, it's going to instinctively hold on to any, um, you know, fat or any uh, that, you know, that as a way to kind of protect us. Um, It's how we evolved as human beings for the sake of 
of our survival. So it's definitely going to make weight loss so much harder um, because it uh, sets off a whole um, cascade of different hormones uh, like adrenaline and cortisol. And what also happens there is that the body then becomes uh, more like a, it burns glucose more than it does fat. And of course, with weight loss, it's often the fat that we're wanting to burn, not so much the sugar. But if your body is stressed, it's going to be really more in that glucose burning mode as opposed to fat burning mode. So what does all of this really mean? Well, just to summarize again, those three key points um, that when we are, you know, not you know, getting enough sleep and how it relates to weight loss or weight gain is that sleep loss messes, number one, sleep loss messes with our appetite regulating hormones. Number two, it causes us to crave more sugar, highly the highly refined and processed foods as a fast source of energy in exchange of sleep when the body is not able to restore and rejuvenate because it's not getting that sleep. Number three, sleep deprivation is a form of biological stress on the body that is certainly going to have a flow-on effect, uh, you know, in that stress-regulating hormones as well, which leads to um, impacting on your adrenal glands, your thyroid, and, and ultimately the regulation of your metabolism as well. So the key takeaways from this episode um, is that if you are struggling with weight loss, please ask yourself, what am I doing that is potentially sabotaging my sleep even more than the shift work itself? Because we know as shift workers, there is always going to be that element of sleep deprivation and sleep disruption. It kind of just comes part and parcel when we you know in when we sign up it's kind of an inadvertently thing when we sign up to become a shift worker but are you doing things that are making it worse so for example are you continually putting your hand up to do double shifts and i get it a lot of the reason for this is for financial reasons for many people or perhaps you don't want to let your workmates down you know you want to share the workload when staff levels are really low but at what cost at what cost is it happening uh, on your overall health uh, and uh, you know again I can just focus on your weight gain or weight loss here but it, it has a huge impact on their immune system as well which really is something that safeguards our health secondly are you wearing yourself out on the treadmill or, or something similar in exchange for sleep so uh, you know if that's the case, then you're going to be forever struggling with your weight. So, for example, going straight to the gym after you do a night shift. After night shift, your body is exhausted. It's exhausted because it hasn't had enough sleep and it's also exhausted because it's uh, you had to be awake out of the normal sleep-wake cycle. So you've got that circadian disruption, which is kind of adding to even more stress. So your body after night shift is exhausted at a cellular level. It's tired, it's biologically stressed, and all it wants and needs is sleep. So that's... Um, a big clue for everyone listening there is that whenever, uh, you know, a post-night shift, if your priority should be just to sleep. And I get it. People are busy. People have kids and, and commitments and so forth. But there's got to be a point where 
you know, you need to be putting sleep first because the body can only function so long uh, and it's incredibly, the human body is an amazing um, thing. It, it, it does put up with quite a lot, but it will do that for so long uh, and then you'll start seeing some symptoms. And I'm definitely always about preventative lifestyle medicine approach um, more than anything because it's way easier to prevent a condition, a health condition, than it is to reverse it. Uh, and obviously it can be way more expensive in the long term if we're not taking care of our health first. So are you also on a vicious cycle? So number three, are you also on a vicious cycle of using foods in a reactive way to help offset your lack of sleep? So, um, you know, as in you're not kind of uh, preempting, you know, knowing that, you know, you're looking at your roster and you can see that a a week out it's going to be a bit of a challenging week and, you know, you know that things are going to be a bit of a a struggle. So you need to really be pre-planning to make sure that you've got enough nourishing, nutrient-dense, preferably homemade foods on hand because that way you know exactly what's in the food that you're about to eat to help to kind of, you know, be ready and armed for when those sugar fixes and those hunger um, pangs kind of kick in because when they kick in, we know that they <laughs> they are really kicking quite hard and it becomes very difficult to kind of resist, uh, you know, those lollies stashed in the drawer at work or, um, you know, the vending machine in the corridor. You know, if we're not prepared, it's very easy just to kind of get sucked into it. And again, over time, that is going to lead to weight gain. So if you are relying on the highly refined and processed foods to help offset your lack of sleep, weight gain is going to be inevitable. So I hope what I've shared today on today's podcast, uh, you know, sharing those kind of connections between how better sleep does lead to weight loss and some of the things that you can do yourself to really help to improve that sleep and protect it whenever you can and making sure that you're not doing things um, either intentionally or unintentionally that are sabotaging your sleep even even more. If you are on that kind of wanting to lose weight, we should never, ever underestimate the power of um, better quality sleep. Uh, that is for sure. It's again, it's why I've, you know I've, I've often mentioned that um, you know as shift workers we really have to be doing everything possible to protect and preserve our sleep and and you know to kind of reduce some of those hormonal disruptions, the cravings, and the stress on the body because uh, that's it's all very much connected. At the end of the day, you know we need to be working with our body and not against it. Uh, and often it means that we have we. know we have to do things that we don't necessarily want to do uh, or it means being more uncomfortable at times but shift workers are prone to a lot of chronic health conditions as I said um, and I've mentioned on many uh, podcasts uh, previously so we just need to be uh, doing whatever we can and and I'm hoping that by sharing these types of podcasts from an educational perspective to help you to understand what's happening to your body when you do work shift work and when you do endure those times of um, sleep deprivation that you can be aware of them so that you can then change your behavior um, to help to mitigate uh, you know some of the the the, uh, the triggers that it can actually cause us to end up 
overeating and overeating on the wrong types of foods. So that's it for another edition of the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. Uh, If you did enjoy the show, please feel free to share it with other shift workers who you think uh, may benefit. Uh, This will just help me to go up in the rankings um, in the wonderful world of podcasts so that I'm able to share this message to shift workers, not only here in Australia, um, but all around the world, along with the different organizations that do employ shift workers. Feel free to head on over to our Healthy Shift Workers Facebook group as well, um, where I've just recently been doing even more trainings and sharing information specifically around working 24-7 through Facebook Lives. Plus, you also get to join close to about 2,000 members now, I think we're up to, um, from all around the world who are on this Healthy Shift Worker journey or with you. It's always kind of nice to hang out with a bit of a, a tribe of people that are on the a similar journey and they kind of get what it's like to work shift work so it's um it's definitely a, a fun group to be a part of well thanks so much again for tuning in and listening until next time may you continue to be as healthy as you possibly can be despite working 24 7 this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.